0: The whole Quran is special and every part of it is going to have something to benefit you. But is it okay to have a favorite surah or to recite something repeatedly or listen to it because it resonates with you in a certain way, maybe because of where you're at in life at the moment? Absolutely. The Prophet SallAllahu himself was most moved by the verses that reminded him of his responsibility. The verse in Surah An-Nisa, فَكَيْفَ إِذَا من كل أمة بشهيد وجئنا بك على هؤلاء شهيدا How will it be when we bring forth a witness upon every nation and we bring you, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as a witness upon them. He wept profusely sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he couldn't even handle any more of its recitation or the time he spent the entire night reciting just one ayah and crying. إن تُعَذِبْهُمْ فَإِنَّهُمْ عِبَادُكُ وَإِن تَغْفِرُ لَهُمْ فَإِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْعَزِيزُ الْحَكِيمُ if you punish them, O oh Allah, they are your slaves. But if you forgive them, verily you alone are the almighty and the all wise. And he was asked Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam about a man who used to recite al Ikhlas at the end of his recitation in every single prayer. And when he asked the companions to ask the man, why he recites Qulhu Allahu Ahad so frequently, the man responded, he said, because it's Sifatul Rahman, wa anu ahibu an because it's a description of the most merciful. And I love to read the description of the most merciful. So the Prophet said, go back and tell that man that Allah loves him because of his love for that Surah. A person who is in distress may find something extremely beautiful about Surat Yusuf. Ar-Rahman and Surah Yasin are dear to so many people. You also have Surat Maryam, which so many people will say is their favorite Surah of the Quran. With Ibn Mas'ud radiAllahu ta'ala anhu, he used to say, When I come across the family of Hamim, it's like walking into this beautiful blissful garden and I just want to stroll in it. In one narration he said, dibaj al Quran," That the family of Hamim is like the silk covering of the Quran. And Alu Hamim are seven surahs that all begin with Hamim in the Quran. It Starts from Ghafir and it goes to Surat Al-Ahqaf. And they were all revealed in one sequence in Mecca. And one of the unique features of this set of surahs is that there are no fiqh rulings in them. There are no legal judgments or technicalities. It's just all reminders of Allah and the hereafter. So even with the companions, different parts of the Quran are naturally going to soften your heart in certain ways. And the softer your heart is and more attached it is to any part of the Quran, the more likely you are to succeed in the hereafter. So let's get back to the concept of intercession. On the day of judgment, the Quran as a whole is an intercessor and it beautifies its companion and everyone that was even involved in their Quran journey. Now there's one narration with some weakness in it, but the scholars quote and say, we hope in its reward. And that is that the Prophet SallAllahu Alaihi Wasallam was reported to have said, whoever recites the Quran and memorizes it and abides by what is halal in it, what is lawful in it as lawful and abstains from what it deems haram, what it deems unlawful. Allah will admit him into paradise due to it and grant him shafa'ah, grant him intercession for 10 of his family members. So here you have the reward of the Quran in its recitation and its application. And that's important because the Qur'an is not just to be memorized, but it's also to be applied. And the more that a person does both, the more honor they're going to find from it on the day of judgment for themselves and for their parents or anyone else who taught them the Qur'an. The Prophet SallAllahu said, مَنْ قَرَأَ الْقُرْآنَ وَعَمِلَ بِمَا فيه. Whoever recites the Qur'an and acts in accordance with what is in it, his parents will be crowned on the day of resurrection with a light that is brighter than the light of the sun in your worldly homes. Then we start to find the Prophet talking about how particular surahs benefit you in the station, okay? So he said, recite the Quran for on the day of resurrection, it will come as an intercessor for its reciters. Then he said, al al baqarah wa surat Ali-Imran. Recite the two brightly illuminated chapters, surat al baqarah and Ali-Imran. And he said, فَإِنَّهُمَا يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ كَأَنَّهُمَا أو أو فِرْقَانِ مِنْ He said, for on the day of resurrection, they will come as if they were two clouds or two shades or two flocks of birds to عَنْ أَصْحَابِهِمَا and they will be arguing on behalf of their companions. The scholar said, you know, think of when Sulaiman Alayhi salam used to walk in this world with his kingdom and how everyone used to admire, how it was all at his disposal. Now imagine a person walking on the day of judgment and Al-Baqarah and Ali Imran are like two canopies, two flocks of birds, two clouds that are following you and that everyone is admiring and wishing they had done so as well. Wishing they had committed those surahs to their memory and acted upon them as well. And that's why the Prophet license had said, اقرأوا سورة البقرة فإن he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, recite Surah Al Baqarah. For doing so produces blessing in this life, and abandoning it produces regret in the next life. And, Wala تَسْتَطِيعُهَ Al can mean that the lazy are unable to recite it or that sorcerers are unable to penetrate it. The Prophet وسلم, also mentioned some of these other short portions that we recite on a daily basis. He once heard a man reciting, قُلْ هُوَ اللَّهُ Surat Al-Ikhlas and the Prophet وسلم, responded and he said, Wajabat, wajabat, wajabat. It has become mandatory. And they asked the Prophet وسلم, what he was speaking about. He said, Jannah has become mandatory for that person by their recitation of قُلْ هُوَ اللَّهُ something so simple, but paradise is mandatory for the one who knows and who commits to Surat Al-Ikhlas قُلْ هُوَ اللَّهُ In another authentic hadith, the Prophet SallAllahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Whoever recites Ayatul Kursi, Allahu la ilaha illahu, after every one of the prescribed prayers, the Prophet said, Lam yamna'u min dukhul il jannati illa an yamut. Nothing is standing between him and his entrance into paradise except for death. Meaning it is guaranteed for him at that point that he's going to enter into Jannah. So we've covered Al Baqarah, Ali Imran, and then Al Ikhlas and Ayatul Kursi. Now there is one more companion, and this is what the scholars say is the persistent intercessor. And it is known as the Surah that is Al-Mani'ah, the preventer, and it's also Al-Munji'ah, the rescuer. And that is Surat Al-Mulk. The Surah that the Prophet SallAllahu said that the one who recites it every night will be protected from the punishment of the grave. And some of the scholars said, it prevents one from doing the deeds that warrant the punishment of the grave and its virtue and its recitation itself prevents the punishment of the grave. It is such a beautiful and powerful surah. So much so that the Prophet said in another narration, "Surah min al-Qur'an, thalathuna ayah, li sahibiha, that there are 30 verses, one surah in the Quran, that will show up on the day of judgment, 30 verses, and will intercede on behalf of its companion. One narration, he said khasmat li sahibiha, it will continue to argue on behalf of its companion, حتى يغفر until that person is certainly forgiven by Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala, And the Prophet ﷺ said that that is Tabaraka Alladhi بيَدِهِ المُلْكِ Surah Al-Mulk with its 30 verses showing up on the day of judgment, arguing on your behalf, saying, Ya Allah, forgive him. Ya Allah, protect him from the punishment. Ya Allah, enter this person into Jannah. And SubhanAllah, in that Surah, what do you find? It's full of the remembrance of death in the hereafter. <inaudible> Surely, for those who have awe of their Lord without seeing Him, there's forgiveness and a mighty reward. And so, this Quran, as much as it is shifa, it's a healing in this life, it's so much more for you in the next. And from the moment you enter your grave to the moment of your entrance into paradise, all it keeps on bringing is elevation. And that too is true of the life that we live in now.